I'll say thank you to all three of you for for joining us today um, to talk about The Apprentice, which is a slightly strange topic I've never really spoken to about before. But uh, a post up on LinkedIn and it's got over 400,000 views, which is somehow nice. taken over Wynne Jones's viral masterpiece of Is It Miro or Miro? Which, <laughs> you know, which was, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember those hazy days, Wynne? Yeah, yeah. My 10 seconds of fame on social media. Yes. <laughs> How was it? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, I basically posed a question just randomly one lunchtime. Is it Miro or Miro with like three E's or three Y's? Just trying to get how we pronounce it because everyone's going to go, is it Miro or Miro? Forgot about it. And I got home at like eight o'clock and there was something insane like 5,000 likes. And <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then, then they actually clarified it. And then I had to clarify that I was Win and how I pronounced Win because it's obviously a Welsh name. And yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, of all that marketing kind of hit, I got uh, I got a Miro baseball hat and, a, and some socks. Paid for ad on that post now <laughs> in partnership with a bit of passive income for you. Yeah, so it's officially Miro. In case anyone was wondering, good stuff. Well, we like to uh, we like to educate here. Um, at Design Truth but what it was a big eye-opener for was the fact that people somehow watched The Apprentice which um, I thought was just generally quite interesting Win Paul have you watched it recently? Um, all, yes or? I I do watch it kind of from yeah. behind the sofa okay it's, it's quite but, difficult to watch but my <laughs> wife loves watching it and she loves watching me watching it okay yeah. Um, I think but, that's very common, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yes, I do watch it, but it is quite painful, and I've I've got to the point where I'm I'm comfortable with the fact that it's painful. Now. Okay, I've, good. You know, well, I don't I don't think seasons, it's real right? life anymore. So you there's, know. There's, yeah. there's been sixteen seasons, so you know, yeah. we've all had practice now. <laughs> I think yeah. I've also come to the terms like it's entertainment, and it's here to provoke and it's here to get reactions so i'm very very conscious of that as well even though yeah. it pretty much goes against every design and entrepreneurial principle that i've got <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah i just, just realized that i haven't actually introduced either of you which is a really poor start to the podcast i do apologize but paul as you're a new a new voice here yes feel free to introduce yourself to the uh, five uh, listeners in Azerbaijan whatever. okay yeah um, I'm Paul Robbins I uh, run product resolutions uh, industrial design slash product design consultancy um, been doing this for where well, we are 22 years old this year um, before that I was based in Hong Kong working out there in the 90s in the early days of China manufacturing um, and that's all linked up to what we do now. So, and we work in a broad field, including toothbrushes. Toothbrushes, and that's why we brought you on um, to be our <laughs> expert of all things of all things all things toothbrushes. And yes. um, we've also brought on Adam, who was one of the des- the lucky designers, should we say, on yeah. the show? Because the fact that you you weren't anywhere near Whiffy the Wizard. That is true. I am thankful for that. To be fair, got the girls' team, which was good. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was weird. It was uh, going from being a product designer to kind of focusing on doing a load of graphics for people and not being able to to help them in any way. Just being told what to do and just find every single urge in my body not to uh, 
give him any hints. To be fair, the director did. He had a he had a word a few times and said, you know, stop giving them a nudge. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was fun. It was good. Yeah. It, it, how does it all work then? I take it your boss comes to you one day and says, "We're doing the Apprentice this year." That was work? it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. He kind of sent an email around, kind of who's interested. Obviously, everyone had their reservations at the start, like you know, because we've all seen it before and seen how designers get portrayed. Because uh, you know, you normally end up a meme or kind of a concerned face screen grab somewhere um which did happen to me and a few other designers so there you go um but uh yeah he kind of sent an email and then it was just so much preparation just to make sure we got it right just lots mm. of lots of people practicing different processes and how we can do it all as quickly as possible uh and 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 make sure we had all the right templates and assets set up so that when the, the guys turned up we just did it as flawlessly as we could because they cram it in like uh, the, the day is long, you know, from right through till three, four in the morning. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of just it turned up on our doorstep and uh, it was a good opportunity. Yeah. It, it, I'm just trying to think. It, it looked, I'm gonna, I'll leave the link to a video Innovate did on our description somewhere. Yep. It's a great video that you guys put up just explaining the, the process, really. And it was striking just how, I don't know what you guys thought, Paul and Wynn, but just striking how time intensive it was. And that was a big thing that yeah. kind of struck I, me. I was, I think, I, I really enjoyed the, the the video. It's like it's a bit like a response video, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? It was <laughs> like this. This is what really happened. Yeah. Um, and what actually surprised me completely was how real the project is in terms of the work that the Innovate guys did. In terms, of, I mean, I never expected they would actually develop electronics for it, and mm-hmm. I kind of thought all well, that would be you know fake this is this is what we would want it to be if it it existed so the fact that you actually did all that work is is really fascinating and it's kind of i i kind of wish my i wish that in the program the apprentice they would set it up a bit better and say you know in their intro you know we've had a team of engineers and designers working on preparing for this and now these guys are going to go in and do the marketing and pitching side of it and that's a shame. And, yeah, I mean, I, we wish that happened too. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. But the um, fact that I, I always say to I always say to my wife, they never make that overnight. That's impossible. They can't do that overnight because yeah. obviously, it, in real life, it's impossible. But watching your video and seeing how you prepare for it, I can see how it does actually happen. So I was I was always quite pleased that they really do do it overnight in some ways, and it isn't a fake overnight. Yeah, like, um, what's that? What's that show? With, um... It was on ITV, sixty minute makeover, whatever it yeah, was. I knew you were and, they do, oh. and they do your house in an hour or something. You know, they pop over yeah. the lunch break and they come back and I've got a new kitchen, <laughs> new bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't quite wasn't quite like that. No. no, no. <laughs> the filler isn't even dry after that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what, what were your kind of main takeaways really? You sent me a I remember you sent me a uh, a text message about twenty minutes in going, I think it's, this is painful, I think was your <laughs> was your was your text message. Um what, what were your kind of main takeaways from the show from your lens as a design uh leader, I guess? Yeah, it's interesting one, isn't it? And I think it's I, I do really appreciate the the video that um was posted. I think it was good to kind of understand um mm. what was involved. Um but I think it was interesting to see get it all done in, in two days and the turnaround of, of everything. So I think the main thing I'll talk about is that you can deliver something. And one thing I have got a question is, is was there actual 10,000 unit order? Because <laughs> I, I find I that quite hard to believe, to be honest with you. 
I yeah. honestly, I wish, I wish that we actually knew the answer to that question, but I don't think, I can't imagine it is. But the way you, yeah. when, when you when you watch um, how everything's filmed and how the day kind of pans out, you can kind of see how the they're prepared to kind of almost have a direction they can go depending on the feedback they get later on from the retailers and and people like that. Um, so if if the girls team's feedback's bad, because um, you know th- it's not like both projects blew people away so they don't really know until that moment so if the girls things are bad you can kind of see they've filmed stuff in preparation to see that they're going to go down that route and and kind of pick out all of that stuff so i'm not i don't know how how it works with the market orders thing but i can imagine they can easily switch that if if you know the girls design something worse than a turd so luckily (laughs) they didn't (laughs) so it's they're almost set up for failure you know, in, 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 a, in a it does feel way. like that way sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Fail- it makes the for failure great TV. side is much more fun, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Look at us—we've designed this new groundbreaking toothbrush, and we're quitting the apprentice because we've just <laughs> come up with this groundbreaking new idea for toothbrushes. And yeah, uh, yeah we've got 4.5 million orders. But <laughs> um, no, um, in, in terms of the actual day there, Adam, it'd be good if you just mm-hmm. give us a bit of a rundown of what actually. Oh, the day um all well, like i said pre and pre day and obviously you know all the day okay. itself yeah what was the um, what's, what's the rundown pre-day was like i said so so much practicing and trying to get things right uh the, the toothbrush itself like um you were saying paul it is actually properly working and we had kind of separate team looking at how we could get that to work and fit the electronics in and um develop that so then work with the app and we did practices um for and the practices were amazing we produced some really nice you can see in the video we posted some really nice toothbrushes and some great apps that worked amazingly um just what it think, could have looked like <laughs> I, that's true but I, and i think that's testament to kind of showing how um in, in all our practices it was one individual sat there kind of telling us what to do what they wanted and that they everything turned out not nicer um because it's just one opinion and then you can see when you're on the apprentice you had sort of eight contestants all trying to get their kind of their idea in and push in front of it one or the other and argue and so you could have the most important impact on the app so kind of cross paths and then you end up with a disaster almost um so um but all the practices went well and we did um yeah weeks of 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 work in the lead up and then on the day we just sat there kind of anxiously in the morning waiting for them to turn up in their black uh fancy cab thing and they come in they do 10 or 12 shots of them walking through the door and uh yeah then it's kind of like action stations um sit down it's quite interesting really they give the the contestants loads of uh direction of exactly what they're going to do where they're going to sit who they're who they're going to talk to what the rundown of the brief is and they give us nothing so as a designer i'm just sat i'm just sat there some guy came and popped a mic on me um and uh and then yeah, I just, I just, I'm put in front of the camera and they're like action. And then the camera's swiveling on my face and all these contestants and no one to talk and what to say. And I just, I didn't have a clue. Um, so mm. it's quite funny, really. Uh, they don't, they, they kind of, obviously the focus is on the contestants, but um, I wasn't, you know, expecting to, I don't think any of us were expecting to be that heavily shown on camera. Um, I wish I had a little bit more guidance with, <laughs> with that from the directors. How did you so, find that kind of, um, I guess, working i guess under pressure in that kind of very much focused environment obviously i don't think the camera was filming every move but you know yeah. was it the sense of 
you've got these team of I think there was like three or four in that session with you, and they were you know directing you. I mean, it's a it's a very alien situation for a yeah. kind of a, a client to be essentially on your shoulder, dive, <laughs> telling yes. you exactly what oh, to do. It does happen <laughs> in real life sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it does, yeah. But I like to avoid that, to be honest. I like it when, you know, the, the client comes in, you have a great chat and discover, discuss everything. But, yeah, you don't want someone sat over your shoulder oh, shooting awful. ideas at you and telling you what to do um, and with a massive camera in your face as well. I mean, it, and it was there the whole time. Um, and obviously I know, it, you know, they're going to take a, a second of that, but... I don't want to look like an idiot for one second because they might include that. And they did. So that was brilliant. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it was a bit surreal. Um, but in terms of how did, you know, how did it feel? What was it like? It, you, you kind of, the adrenaline just carried you through. I was like, right, I've got to do this. You know, I've only got one shot. They, they tell you what to do. It's so fast paced. The contestants as well. Um, they were all really nice people. All of them, all of the crew or all the guys there, everyone really nice, but you can tell it's a tight schedule. It's like make a decision now. And it's like, do you want that graphic or that graphic? And they were like, I want that one. And in my head, I'm like, that's a shame. But at the same time, you kind of understand in order to to fit so much into an episode and and into two days to get everything done, you have to appreciate that it is going to be quick decisions, unlike the sort of six or nine month process you'd normally spend going back and forth with with things. Um, But yeah, we needed needed to get things sorted pretty quickly on our end so that the, the app um developer could actually code everything and and get that sorted before you know like i said sort of three or four in the morning and then 3d printers of course need they need time to to actually make the toothbrush and get that there so it was all very time pressured and so i think there was no time to worry about what you're doing um you just had to get on with it at the you're on the 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 brushing star right not the not the wizard Uh, with the uh yes yeah yeah yes i'm just looking at the um so I'm assuming I was kind of using one of those kind of like J750 printers, so the color printers. So were you, I mean, kind of getting all technical now, Brad, but yeah. like were you kind of designing a graphic and it was then wrapped as a as a print? Or what's the actual, what was the kind of product design process in getting those specific graphics in the 3D print in those colors? That's a good question. I didn't work on the 3D print itself. However, yeah, um, yeah uh, in terms of the process, um, I know that, the, the model was CADed and the, the colors uh, are added to the CAD model into the 3D um, software. And if you send, well, kind of when we had the, the finished product that the contestants were happy with, that gets sent with all the colors on the CAD model in 3D. Um, and the 3D printers are great. They, they're amazing. They, yeah. they kind of just take that model with the colors and they know what they're doing. <clears throat> I think it's a bit so, like yeah. a decal effect that they do on those when, um, okay. on those stratasys. Uh, yeah. Stratus printers, um, powder-based system, isn't it? Like yeah, a, I think it was like the little Z Corp back in the day that was quite cheap. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Stratus ones came out with some ones that, you know, you could actually put a uh, – they do trainers, and you, you, it looks like a leather trainer. Um, yeah. Not, you know, decent, but pretty expensive. But, you know, it's, it's quite effective. I'm looking at the images of it now, and it's um, it, it's, it's cracking at the first prototype, isn't it? Oh, sorry, production. Final <laughs> 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 production turd. <laughs> <laughs> and and there were, you know, there's there's things that uh, kind of, there, there were, you planned for everything to be perfect, but there were still some errors. Like the there was still an error with the name that the, the contestants chose. It, it was like copyrighted. So we were kind of panicking, 3D printing extra parts like two hours before. And the guys there were, they were great. They got it sorted and glued it on and you can't tell on TV, but <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we, we had a few Instagram questions actually on the topic of The Apprentice and um, one of them was um, 
obviously you're not allowed to help in 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 any way but what what direction or, or guidance can you give if they come up with something that's just not manufacturable i think um we had license to uh yeah like you said if if they suggested something that was just not gonna be possible and it and it was usually not possible because of the time we had that was mm. that was usually why um then we i was allowed to say no um i mean it wasn't added to the to the film or anything we also had uh the, the app developer was kind of hovering behind my computer out of shot. And anytime they were like, you know, can we have the stars come in and fly around here and start glowing and all of this stuff? I just see him, you know, sweating and shaking his head. So, uh, yeah, I, I need to kind of, uh, kind of cut that, cut that out straight away. But yeah, we, we were allowed to license for that, but anything design decision-based graphics that I couldn't, I couldn't say anything, yeah, not even yeah. color. And if anyone's oh. this, and if anyone's listening, it's not actually watched The Apprentice before, and you're wondering what on earth we're we actually talking about. I actually mm. watched it for a second time about an hour ago, just to kind oh. of you know reconfirm my my fears. And um, there's anything from Alan Sugar being a tooth fairy um, mm-hmm. to a dabbing tooth um, to someone saying that isn't the wizard meant to be more chunky, which I thought was quite interesting. That all wizards are meant to be slightly overweight. Um, <laughs> To... I thought the wizard looked like the guy whose idea it was. <laughs> um, the guy that went out, I can't remember his name, but that's the thing. Of... It wasn't. It wasn't memorable. it looked like a self-portrait wizard. It was very strange. Yeah, mm. and then, and then there was a the PM who said, "I've never designed anything in my life, but I've got two kids." And um, those are kind of a couple of quotes that really kind of gravitated to me when watching it. But it just shows when, I suppose, the power and um, and validity, I suppose, of that creative thinking. You know, when you actually take that away, it does, I know it's for entertainment purposes, but it does kind of highlight if you get put design in the wrong hands, just 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 what happens at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I was kind of, I was chatting with someone earlier about it and it's it kind of emphasizes to me sometimes when someone has to market something a lot is because sometimes the product design isn't that good and and I feel that that's kind of a the pitch they have to put across and I think they even lied in the pitch I think they said mm-hmm. like 50% of the target demographic or something, which is basically one little boy out of two little boys had, yeah. had said. Terrible. And to me, it's kind of going, well, there's no integrity there, is it? And it's basically, it's all lies. Mm, and then, yeah. you know, well, I did heard, you know, allegedly they've had an order. I'm going, man, I wonder there's so much rubbish in the world if you can just basically, doesn't matter what you make, what you, ha- what you design, how you design, as long as you pitch it and you convince mm. it, and essentially, you know, trick people into doing it. It's kind of going, well, that's probably why we've got a lot of, uh, you know, plastic in the sea and various other mm. problems in this, this much yeah. rubbish. But uh, I don't know. Because it, I, I understand it was all entertainment, but it was yeah. did really, it take, really did it provocative ta- at the same time. Yeah. Did it take you back to your agency days, when at all, in terms of, or was it? <laughs> There's been, we had a few projects. Um, uh, I think when Lord of the Rings came out, we had, Hogwarts, um, what are they called? Hobbit's feet. Some guy wants to come in. You can't get you can't get Hogwarts and Lord of the Rings mixed up. That's, <laughs> yeah, a, can't, that's a cardinal sin, isn't it? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> um, And I think also as well that you know it's people who think they've got a, a need for a product and then they haven't done a simple kind of bit of market research and then you have to hmm. kill their dreams when they come in and they think they've made a cottage industry for their grandkids and they come in and you just go, yeah. oh, this, I'm really sorry, but 
I'm just going to go to Google and just do some searches because, you know, but it's part and parcel of the process, isn't it? I'm sure um, Paul, Paul. Yeah, you must, be, you must be on the face of that still, Paul, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. we get, um, I mean, we get a lot of um, inventors, entrepreneurs, for want of a better word, that, that come and see us. And we always try and be quite um, honest with them if we think it's a terrible idea because there's nothing worse than, than someone blowing their life savings on something that you know is not going to happen. Um, but equally, sometimes they they do work and they do make their way through. One, <clears throat> we we did a product a couple of years ago. A, it was a cycling product, and um, the guy came to see us, and it was he'd made a prototype from a various bits of plastic glued together. It was it was called Rehook. It's for putting the chain back onto your onto your bike if your chain came off. And at the time we were like, oh, is, are people going to want that? And then we did it and it and it came out really nice, actually. And he ended up on Dragon's Den and he got funded by Deborah Meaden. And now they're, it's a real company. They've got, we did a, we did the second version of it and they've now got other products in their range. And so that started as his little lunchtime thing he was doing. The first, first products were 3D printed and he sold them as 3D printed parts and then it went to an injection molded part and things that it does happen but equally you get people that they use the terms that you hear in the, the apprentice and, and things like this where they say well, we i want you to make me a prototype and they think that there's nothing between the prototype appearing and them coming in to see you it's like that's when you have to say well we need to design it and who's your customer and you know we need to uh, build the cad model and then we can do a 3d print for you but there's a mm. lot that happens in between that and i think that's the bit that i feel sorry for like the public perception of adam's team <laughs> there's there's just this like some graphics on a page and then the, mm. then the product arrives the next morning and there's the, there's stuff that happens in between so but people do have that in their head and i think i think the apprentice and dragon's den i've got a lot you know to answer for in that regard and you know it's mm. not all bad stuff it does put innovation and mm. ideas and inventing things in people's minds you know and yeah. uh, it's amazing how many people go to the point of coming to see an agency to actually discuss their idea yeah but more um, is it is it more leaning more towards the positive or more towards the negative in terms of the influence that those programs have on the profession i, um, I think it's i think I think there is a certain amount of there's no such thing as bad publicity in some respects because you at least you have the opportunity to sit down with them and then mm. correct them on on what is wrong. But I do think it's brought a lot more people out. You know, when when Dragons Den and things like that started, we saw a, a clear increase in individuals coming to see us and actually approaching us as a company. Whereas I think previously they would have been scared to approach a, you know, product development design agency whatever you want to call it so i think it does it's sort of brought more people to the surface but equally you do you know for for probably every 10 people that come to see us that are inventors let's say we probably end up working with maybe two of them because the other eight we tell them to keep their money and you know <laughs> don't remortgage the house yeah <laughs> because some of them want to do that Hmm. I, I suppose one of the main reasons why you go on The Apprentice is the exposure. I mean, I didn't realise this, but 4.6 million people actually watch The Apprentice. You know, it's crazy. It, uh, yeah, it's actually is is 
although I personally think it's a slightly outdated format, it's as it's as popular now as it was back, you know, five, six years ago. People people do do tune in and watch it. Uh, one of the main reasons I'd imagine an agency wants to get involved is that exposure. You know, millions of people can can see your flashy design studio. How's it been over the last week? Out of inquiries coming through, have you seen the? Positive? It's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think um, I think luckily because the Apprentice has been running for so long that people are kind of I think they're kind of wiser to the fact that you know there's not so much the designers can actually do when it comes to trying to prevent a, a contestant design in a turd so mm. i do feel like because i was kind of sat there scrolling through twitter and stuff and looking at all the social media and you kind of see the, there's now a lot of sympathy uh for some of the designers <laughs> that have kind of you know you you do get the odd people that like you said they, they don't understand necessarily all the effort and work that goes into a normal process and um but I think in general, yeah, the the kind of uh, the public are starting to become wiser to, like I said, designers are actually, you know, they don't have any say and it's all contestants, it's all great TV. So it's good that we can at least get ourselves out there. And like I said, the video that we put on the website kind of shows the process in a lot more detail and, and what we actually have to go through, um, which is a great way of, of, of getting people to understand how we can help them. Um, there's so much stuff that wasn't shown on TV as well. I know that the app that I worked on with the girls, um, they had a whole uh, kind of story um, as to how you use it. And, um, you know, um, on the, the, so the app itself was like that this planet idea they came up with, um, with uh, like um, uh, asteroids that were kind of hitting the planet um, from different directions. And as they appeared from different directions, you'd brush in that direction to kind of brush them away from the planet um, to stop your planet from being destroyed. But obviously they, they don't say any of that on TV. They're just, no. they just, they just show them brushing the air randomly next to them, like not properly at all. And then, uh, and then, uh, confusion and uh, kind of portray it that way. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been uh, a good week. We've had, uh, yeah, we've had a lot more kind of people interested and stuff. Um, so I think it's definitely benefited us. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. Well, that's the main thing, isn't it? That's, that's what we all want to, uh, all want to hear. Um, I was, um, I was quite surprised actually just as as, as a non-designer designer talking here i first it, it took me about half an hour to try and get into the mind of a six to eight year old i was just like what what on earth you know what on earth does a six to eight year old actually do i mean i don't have children you know is that too young for them and it just kind of made me think of such the variety of projects obviously come through your you know ball in, in the agency world that comes through your door it must just be really hard sometimes to be like i have absolutely no understanding what's they did a kind of like a focus group after right at the end yeah. to get, yeah. to get the feedback and <clears throat> obviously we've all got a mobile phone in our hands and you could google you know toys look at argos catalog whatever you need yeah. to do <laughs> yeah. to get that inspiration <clears throat> and they don't have the catalog proud. anymore win Sorry? They don't have the catalogue anymore. Don't they? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Those days of opening a magazine yeah. you were going to have. And, uh, <laughs> Corner on the page. I was just kind of going, well, you could have asked those kids, what you know, not, you know, uh, it's almost like, you know, how do you feel when you brush your teeth? You know, do you hate it? What are, yeah. you, what are your experiences around it? Are they trying to craft that brief then around the feelings that they like? And, you know, and uh, how often do you do it? Do you do it? Do you do it thoroughly? Do you think you do it well? And, you yeah. know, trying to craft that kind of a, a bit of a brief and then start thinking of some ideas based upon that. But, yeah, I just I was surprised there's a little bit of market research, a little bit of user research there. But, again, I think it's just it's 
it's not a design process in the show, is it? It's an no. entertainment process that you're running with. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah because in the re- in the real world, you you do exactly what you said. You you look at what other things a six to eight year old is is buying, <laughs> but also how they feel about brushing their teeth. Most of them probably don't want to do it, and they don't <laughs> do it for two minutes because they pretend they do. I mean, I it's I've I've got one of my kids is eighteen. And he still pretends he's brushed his teeth when he hasn't, and and he's <laughs> it's like it, it's, it's, does he, does it's he a, need Wiffy? Does he need Wiffy? The wizard? He, he probably does. <laughs> he, um, but it is that how do you give a six to eight year old the incentive to go upstairs and brush their teeth without being told to? Is probably the that's probably the key to it. Um, that how you can make them want to go and do it. Um, mm. But you, but any product you do have to kind of put yourself in the um in the user's position the end the end user's position in terms of age and and all that kind of thing but the other challenge is balancing that in a in a real world sorry is balancing that with your customers as well because your customer Mm. and your end user aren't the same people and keeping both of those people happy is you know plus a buyer in the middle of all that is is you know that's the challenge yeah. It's, it's all the crazy assumptions as well, isn't it? I think everyone was saying, <clears throat> or we've got kids, a lot of the contestants were saying we've got kids and et cetera. But I think it was also, you know, and something those six to eight-year-olds are like, you know, most like three-year-olds can operate an iPad these days. So, yeah. so it's almost kind of going, you know, um, I guess the concept, both concepts were essentially kind of gamifying the 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 teeth cleaning process, but it could have actually been like you know educational or I don't know some kind of uh, reward process with their parents or something. And so I think the yeah. themes that could have been explored, but earn pocket money by doing it or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, I just what? found interesting that in those brainstorming, they just kind of. No one's writing anything down. There's no sketches. It's not even in the corny post-it notes. It was no. kind of, <laughs> it's just, people going, what do you think about that? I think about this. And then how dominating the, the, the PM is in that situation, which is a project manager, which is a weird title for that person, but how dominating mm. they are in those groups and where they don't listen to anybody else. But yeah, anyway. Was that, was that, what, it, was that what it was like, Adam? As you were yeah. Saying? Yeah, I mean, um, you can tell they all want to kind of, they all want to take credit for the main the main part yeah. of the idea, whatever that is. So they've all got their own ideas. I actually felt sorry for um, Shammer on there. Uh, she and and I kind of they're all lovely people when I was talking to them and stuff as well. Um, but um, I think she said that because they all there's always everyone's there's always someone that's like I've got kids, so they think they know everything. You know, they're like I've got kids, so I can assume I know what all kids will like and what all parents <laughs> will like. Um, but that's not always going to be the case and Shama said that she was I, I believe she used to um work with children or she had a nurse or something so you get the yeah. sense she would probably have a better understanding of uh, the variety that kids can kind of love and, and want um, and, I, and I certainly think um that kind of they, the girls probably benefit from her ha- having her on the team because you know they didn't blindside half their audience and just go down the mail route like the guys did which mm. um i thought was a bit bit strange and also i think the girls did a great job in just blindly agreeing to any changes whatsoever um with with the retailers oh, um, yeah yeah as soon as yeah. the guys said we're, che- we're we're sticking with the turd color as soon as that <laughs> happened like i think <laughs> everything was off the Are table you sure so, you want yeah. the turd 
Bless him. I think he was trying to go for the Nimbus, wasn't he, or whatever the Harry Potter he was. was. Yeah. He was he's obviously just recently watched the Chamber of Secrets and was like, right, that's what all wands are like. Sorry, Rim. Sorry, Rim. Was you going to say uh, something? Breaking news that uh, Shama Amin is a full name. She's actually yeah. quit the show today. Oh, no um, way. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's fuming. She's absolutely That is interesting. Uh, yeah, apparently she's got uh, health conditions. Oh, no. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I think the show was physically demanding in inverted commas. So is, is it still? Uh, is it interesting? I presume it was filmed a while ago, though. So. Yeah, um, yeah. There's, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, what Maybe was meant, meant to be portrayed, but yeah, the, the our episode was filmed a while ago. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, I don't how long know. Wish when? When? Like before Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like. Uh, Maybe she goes next week or something, and so the yeah, like five, like five or six months ago, I think. Something like oh, that. Yeah, was that long ago? Yeah, because I think I, because they're trying because of COVID and stuff, everything's been a bit different a uh, process for them. Do, do you get um, to influence on the brief itself? Does they do they just come to you and just say the word teeth, or do you have uh, much influence we, uh, on? At the start or on the day, or just at the very start when the apprentice oh. right, we're doing something. Do, who's the person that goes? We're doing teeth. Well, yeah, they come to us right. and uh, we, well, they they specified what they wanted to see, and then mm. um, we did lots of practicing and stuff to show them how things might turn out, and then they'll come back and be like, "We don't want, we don't want to include that. We just want an app." Or and then suddenly it's like, "Can we do? Can we do also do a, a prototype along with it?" And then we develop the prototype. So a lot, lot and back and forth to make sure that the episode can actually, yeah, they can fit everything in it, and it can be a good kind of yeah. well ent- entertaining episode for them. Interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, we knew everything on the day. We knew what we were going to have, just, uh, just didn't know the specifics, I guess. Yeah, try not to laugh, but my but, but my idea within the allotted time and watching it was a was a toothbrush yeah. brand called Calcium. Yeah, and nice. then the toothbrush was linked to the ocean cleanup. So when you were brushing your teeth, it was reducing plastic bottles in the ocean. That That's was my very, idea within the time frame. I think you're on trend. And I, I thought the- I thought Greta would love that one, wouldn't she? <laughs> Greta, would. Greta would, but I'm not sure a six to eight year old would be that interested. No, but they would be, wouldn't they? They might be. They, they would. I mean, I definitely think pocket money is the way to go. Probably. You can tell I don't have a six to eight year old, can you? I'm just thinking youngsters love. They love mm. Attenborough, but, don't they, and all that kind of stuff. But so. that that would be a a better angle than the. Um, Thank you. Hundred percent. Thank you for not laughing. For I sure. also think it would have been a better angle considering, you know, they kind of, they, 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 what, they got five kids in a room and that was, they brushed over that fairly quickly. And it, more of it was the opinions of the retailers and the marketers and stuff. And everyone yeah. in the boardroom, um, all just having a look at, um, the hideous things they designed. So I think, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So I'm not editing that one out, Win. Believe it or not, I'm keeping that one in. Your idea <laughs> would have gone down when that makes the edit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving um, away from The Apprentice, one of the striking things uh, just from the, the post actually on LinkedIn was just the people that have started viewing profile, interact with it, and stuff. A lot of them are non designers, which is a bit I found quite interesting. So, obviously, aware of The Apprentice, they watch it, they, you know, laugh at it or whatever. Or as my mum goes, I can do a much better job than that. So, hopefully, I can get her on the next season of The Apprentice. That'd be a barrel of laughs. Um, <laughs> but it was just striking just how wide that audience has, just who've engaged with, with that post. Just in terms of, um, we've mentioned um, in quite a few episodes now. Um, Probably in the nineties. I don't know when. When was the show with Seymour Power that was on Channel Four? Yeah, 
I, I went in a YouTube rabbit hole looking for those and um it's one of a week yeah late late 90s there's there was i ended up watching the razor one oh Um, yeah (laughs) the bin as well the bins on there as well and yeah yeah shopping trolley airport airport trolley maybe it was that's it idio did a um shopping trolley Yeah, yeah, and that, that kind of inspired, you know. I've, I mean, obviously, Drew, it was on the podcast where people were asking, you know, what got you into design. It was watching, you know, those two designing shopping channels on Channel Better by Design. Yeah, uh, have you got yeah. any other any other examples of good? I suppose of how, in terms of how design has been portrayed on the telly, anyone caught the, the Netflix stuff? That, that, I, that I found that today, and now yeah. that is on my list to watch. I I saw a bit of the. Um, because there are some different uh, different design disciplines as an interior. It's, it's not just product. But no. where I yeah. think I watched a bit of one of the automotive stories, and that looks really interesting. And I think it's it's a really difficult one because um, actually watching the the Seymour Power one about the the razor, although the the process is much more accurate in terms of what you go through, and they showed them sketching ideas and brainstorming and that. But the the way it was portrayed is, I think they were working with boots from that early stage and that doesn't really happen in you don't you don't go to boots and say we're going to come up with a new razor and they say yeah okay <laughs> so, so the kind of <laughs> yeah but i suppose they have to, they have to do that because otherwise you can't you wouldn't know if a real pro, if a project if you just if they came in here tomorrow and said right we're going to follow a project it, you don't know where it's going to go and and if it will ever come to fruition so it's it's difficult but um yeah the, the netflix one looks interesting that looks really well made um and then there was i think the other series which is which is not really it's not as much design but there's the ones that about they talk about how products are made and things that um inside the factory for example yeah those those kind of things i think they're really they're really good because at least they show stuff that i use the the work that goes into yeah yeah the, the work that goes into a you know even if it's making a biscuit or but there was there's been some about I think there's one on JCBs recently as well. That that was really interesting. Yeah, um, I think one of the challenges cool. they have is is the kind of the entertainment that comes with it. Like if you made a show for designers, I'm sure we'd all love it, right? And yeah, um, you know, like there's some of these like really slow um, arts on BBC Four where you'll see like a, a sculptor and it's just literally watching this guy sculpt something for half an hour. Oh, you know, yeah. and you know any of these types of things they're brilliant because you're, you're basically interested in the the process, the craft, and those types of things. But I think you know when I think of two other TV shows, there's one that Brandon, how would you say his surname? Brandon Gian, is it? How the the, the Australian Gene. chap? Sorry, Gene, isn't it? Like Billy Jean. Um, he started one in Australia, um, but that was very much here's a problem, here's a solution. Like yeah, it was, so yeah. it was it by, by design, something like that. Because yeah. I, I, I watched in a half an hour show, they've done five projects. Are they the one off, like the one off, one off solutions for a particular person, aren't they? Yeah, or even if they are scaled, they're still not showing the the development process mm. and i think mm. that's the thing that that's it's maybe not entertaining enough i mean even if you think about grand designs you know obviously buildings they they still very little show you the kind of pre-build it's kind of going here's a design with some jazzy animated 3d <laughs> yep. build and then it's straight into the build and all of the hassles that come with that but mm. I, I don't 
I just don't know whether or not it would be entertaining if all again if you'd have like I don't know multiple projects and you've got a camera team coming in I don't know every month just to see how a two-year project is coming along or something yeah I just don't know how that the practicalities of it works but yeah you feel like it needs to be shown so people could understand it and then designers would get more time and more money yeah. to be able to explore those things because most of the time people are kind of going, well, that guy for Telly, he just had a problem and he got the solution straight away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An engineering mindset, not a design mindset. Yeah. Why do you need yeah. three weeks to come up with an idea for me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think when I, if I even go back to like before I even got into design, even if I go back to when I was a kid and I used to sit and watch those shows with my parents and things like Grand Designs and stuff, you you do as a general public, I think, just want to see what something looks like and now what it looks like at the end when it looks amazing, you know, just going from the worst thing to the best thing or an idea to it being made. Um, so maybe it's not, yeah, like you said at the start, not entertaining enough um, to include the whole process. Yeah. One thing but it does awesome. do is it kind of, it makes it a little bit, it doesn't really show how the process can be therefore learned because you understand what mm. it is. I think it comes across like, like, I don't know, like you are a wizard, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Wizard's the word of the podcast here, right? <laughs> but you're someone who can just come up with an idea and it's genius. Someone just came yeah. up with mm. an idea and it's like, no, no, no. Like, it needs to show uh, all the research, how you combine various elements of those research and how you pull those concepts together. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of making design a little bit too, like a magic idea, some divine mm. intervention mm. rather than... All the pain that goes with it. Well, no, it's not pain, but the yeah. hours and thinking. <laughs> it's difficult. I don't. I mean, it, on on one hand, you kind of you can think it 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 does devalue it in some respects, but then I think that anything that brings the idea of people having ideas into the mm. into the main, mainstream is is a good thing. But yeah, I think it'd be difficult. I mean, I'd I'd sit and watch a program of someone sketching some ideas and then taking it to CAD and then the SolidWorks <laughs> crashing just when they've got <laughs> a really good point. And then, you know, all, all that, and then slagging the clients off when they're not in the office and <laughs> all, all of that would, that would make quite good TV, but um, yeah, oh. I don't know. I think it might be preaching to the very small design bubble that we, that we I live in. One thing is interesting. But have you, either of you three guys heard of Mr. Beast? Yeah, yes. I've heard of, yeah. Mr. Beast. I found out by me the day, but apparently he makes like 30 million quid a year off YouTube or something. Oh, yeah. So he just took some crazy stuff. My point being is that it's what is TV is the question, right? So mm, yeah. is TV, is YouTube, you know, they've already pulled the pin on BBC's license fee yesterday. So, yeah. so it's what is TV, you know, Netflix and mm. Amazon, I think is more than all the terrestrial broadcast um, uh, watched hours uh, of the last year. So, yeah. You kind of go, what is TV? So therefore, maybe YouTube is is TV. The TV, yeah. Just to get direct to people who want to watch it, like designers, but globally. Yeah. Is it rather being restricted to a British terrestrial network? It's maybe looking further apart via a global. But you see how 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 popular like unboxing videos are and things like that. I mean, that's mm. crazy, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> but they're like all of you know. I mean, the, the Apple unboxings from you know when when things Apple first started doing ipads and stuff like that the unboxing videos were, were brilliant you you know people are really interested in those sort of things and and let, there's there's kids that make a fortune out of doing you know unboxing and reviewing products and stuff and yeah you're right maybe, maybe it's a, a a sort of nerdy design youtube 
Yeah, there's, there, ha- yeah there has to be a, a a viewership base of sorts, even if they're just a wider interest in tech, for example. I think there's, yeah. I think there's quite, yeah, I think there's quite a big, because uh, I watch a lot of YouTube for mm. a lot of design stuff, um, not just for job, like you were saying about the, the, the how it's made videos and stuff earlier. I watch those all the time. Speaking of toothbrushes, that was kind of the first one I, I looked at. And I, how is a toothbrush made and how they, they kind of put all the bristles into a toothbrush and stuff it's pretty cool um but people do you can kind of get into a loop of watching all of those things and like wow this is like how how they make chains and like bend it's it's such a simple thing but it's such a it can be like quite a pleasurable thing to see and quite quite almost satisfying people's ocd and things like that um but there's there's quite a lot of uh uh kind of youtube channels with design and stuff coming out um Mm. that uh that have a big audience whether it's things like you know why aren't you riding your bike properly like how does your bike actually work and things like that um and yeah i think that's like you said maybe it's moving away from television and you can see the 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 bigger process yeah just talk about about bristles talk about toothbrush (laughs) bristles yeah this is really boring but um with bristles there's three different levels of bristle you can have yeah so you're basic like airport toothbrusher they're just chopped yeah then you get um buffed and then polished and they're all extra processes that they do after the bristles have been inserted so um yeah sorry that's pretty cool and that's why we (laughs) that's why we brought you on paul the the toothbrush expert (laughs) just how would you have approached that if you if you was all of a sudden on the apprentice season 16 sat next to adam and you was a contestant what would have been your magic toothbrush idea um so i'm trying to think what i think went based on their themes so Mm. one of them the the space theme i immediately thought they, someone said, oh, we should make it a shape of a rocket and a bunch of, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And I thought, actually, that's a really good idea. And then mm-hmm. when I watched the Adams video with there was a dragon in there that had wings and stuff, and that's, it was very much more a 3D shape. And that was, I thought, yeah, that, that would be the way to go with the rocket and everything. But I, yeah, I, I kind of, I sort of envisaged something that maybe had a case around it. So, so it was a bit more of an event taken out of its box okay. uh, or it's yeah. you know the, the lid was a co- complete and that was the shape because the you've always got a brush head on the top of it yeah so that limits how it's going to look so i always thought that would be the toothbrush body and then a, a lid which would cover it over which would make the shape more interesting yeah. and that would have worked with the um the wifi if they'd done something like that they could have then had a nice extended wand feature on the end of it uh, yeah, I think that's the. I think the Wiffy went wrong where they, they they just they just went for the handle shape. They really made it kind of an inappropriate shape with that color. Um, yeah, and, and the one, finger one grip one as well, didn't quite they? Long and the and the finger grip as yeah as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they'd have actually made it a proper wand, like maybe the the end came off, like you said, unclipped, that could have looked more like the Harry Potter style thing. And, and years ago, we were doing. Uh, we were doing a toothbrush for Colgate and they wanted something for kids. And this is, this was in the late nineties. So tech was a little bit different then, but we had this kind of mouth that, that would sucker onto the mirror. Yeah. And, and the teeth would light up. Oh, okay. As they nice. went. And that was how you got the kids to sort of chase these teeth around the fun. mouth and yeah. make sure they, they got everything. And it wasn't, you know, it was, it wasn't a clever thing. It was just a, predetermined no, but thing i think that's but, better i think that hits the, the target market more in terms of entertaining kids and encouraging them to brush their teeth like the, yeah some of the ideas the contestants came up with were quite kind of 
time intensive, you know, um, almost look a laborious task for the kids. Like, like the, when oh, they, when oh, they showed the song. Feedback. Yeah. <laughs> and the song. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it was entertaining being in the room for that because we had lists of songs and they were just powering through them. Like next one, next one, next one. And then, uh, yeah, one of the girls was like, that's the one. And I was like, I don't think it is, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I said this the other day, Adam, when we spoke before um, we recorded the other day, I was I was looking at how do you actually apply to go on the show? Yes. Just to get, I was trying to get an understanding of like, <laughs> what, where do these people come from? Like, what's the process? And the questionnaire that you have to fill out is like, it's nothing about business whatsoever. It's, have you had any, what's your Instagram following? Um, have you had any, have you got a degree in journalism? What's your knowledge like of the TV industry? Mm. Um, oh, have wow. you got any friends that work in TV? Um, it's nothing about what's your turnover, what's your net profit, no. you know, what have you forecast? So that, and I kind of, I was, I was semi-applying for it just so I could see how far this I was going to say, did you press send accidentally? No, I didn't. Because I was, <laughs> and then I was a bit like, well, if Alan Sugar, if let's say I did went on there and, you know, Design Truth gets 250K, I generally wouldn't know what to spend it on. It'd be, be hopeless. So don't yeah. worry, I won't be entering the next season. But it just gives a bit of context, I suppose, to the mm. show that the focus on the applications, it was all about TV. Um, it wasn't yeah. so much about yeah. your, your business. Um, yeah. And I, think and all that, the people well, were really nice as well. Off, off mm. camera as well. Well, I only spoke to all the girls' teams, but I didn't speak to the guys. So, you know, and on TV, a, a lot of them seem like hard work, to be fair. Um, yeah. but, but, the girl, but the girls are really nice. Um, and that's probably why they won, to be fair. Yeah, well, thank yeah. you for that. And um, thank you for that spoiler as well. Thank you for that spoiler. If someone's watching it, so come to the end and go, oh, the girls are one week too. So they wouldn't, uh, they, they'd have seen the episode. They'd have sure. seen it. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Paul. Thank uh, you. No, it was really interesting. Good fun. And um, as always, thank you for, for for joining us and helping when things get technical, Win. Worries. <laughs>